Welcome to Mini Math Chats, here to help math educators build confidence and spark inspiration for teaching math in less time than it takes you to run to the bathroom. I'm Mona, a former math avoider, teacher, and math coach. Everything changed for me when I started using a student-centered approach that honored my students' ideas and gave them space to focus on the problem-solving process, not just the product. In these mini math chats, I'll give you quick ideas and insights to do just that in your math community. Every Wednesday morning, we'll meet right here to jumpstart your math mindset for the day. The role of our students is to be actively involved in making sense of mathematical tasks by using strategies, representations, justifying their ideas, and making connections to previous learning or experiences and considering the reasoning of others. Y'all, I'm jumping right into standards for mathematical practice number one, make sense of problems and persevere in solving them. We are leaving behind memorizing information that is presented by the teacher and then using it to solve problems on practice problems, homeworks, quizzes, tests. In standard practice number one, make sense of problems and persevere in solving them it asks us to help our students develop this from K to college. So no matter what kind of teacher you are, this applies to you. Okay, let's break down that definition of standards for mathematical practice number one. Make sense of problems and persevere in solving them. It's asking our students to do five things, okay? So let's talk about number one, make meaning of problems. This is where students are going to look for starting points in complex problems where they will be able to explain what the problem means and is asking them to solve prior to solving. Number two, it's asking our students to be thoughtful in their solution pathway, that they consider how they will be most effective and efficient at getting a solution before they jump into solving. Number three, it's asking them to monitor their progress and course correct when they lose their way on their solution path. It's asking them to ask themselves, does this make sense? Number four is make connections to previous experiences or prior knowledge. So like we talked about in Monday's episode, linking their new learning to their previous learning. And number five, they also make connections between others' thinking and their own. So this standard for mathematical practice is woven throughout the problem-solving process before students jump into a problem, while they're grappling with the problem, and after to be able to make connections between their own thinking and the thinking of others. This standard for mathematical practice really comes into play in Word Problem Workshop when we launch the problem and conference with students during grapple time. I actually would say this is the focus of Word Problem Workshop at the beginning of the year, each year, K to five. As you know, I've taught grades first through sixth and each year we start with this standard for mathematical practice as our focus because we have new and challenging problems, right? And we have to build our skills at making sense and persevering in solving those. 
So let me just pause here to say Word Problem Workshop is the instructional practice I use in my classroom and I share with other teachers. This framework for problem-solving word problems through productive struggle in math discourse is based on research from NCTM in Five Practices for Orchestrating Math Discussions and the Principles to Actions book, as well as Rooted in Cognitively Guided Instruction Research. I'll link all of those books in the show notes for you. But I'm going to show you how we can bring the standards for mathematical practice to life and increase our students' math proficiency through the elements of Word Problem Workshop. It's what I know best, y'all, and it works. So some questions I ask to get students thinking about standards for mathematical practice number one include, I tell the students to tell the problem in their own words to a friend next to them. This is what we do in the launch. Word Problem Workshop has four parts, launch, grapple, discuss, and reflect. And in the launch, we retell the problem to yourself or to that person sitting next to you. We also try to figure out what are we trying to find out in the context of the problem? Is it how many apples or is it how much farther that truck traveled than that truck? And then in the grapple time, I'm pushing students towards standard math for mathematical practice number one. That's a mouthful, y'all. So in that practice number one, I ask them, what have you tried? What steps have you already taken? Helping them persevere, helping them course correct, right? When their solution pathway goes askew. I might ask them to draw what's happening in the story. Or I might say, what's a strategy you could try? Or what have you done in the past? Do you want to look back at what we did yesterday or last week? That is a prompt to help them draw connections between what they've done and what they've learned and what they're trying to do now. I might also ask, how can you show what's happening in the story on your paper? Those are a few questions I actually ask my students every day, and you are welcome to rewind a little bit and replay those and jot them down. So what do you need to have in place to make this happen? You need to have a task, a worthy math task or problem to solve, one that is engaging to your students, but one that also addresses the conceptual ideas and the solution pathway, but it's not suggested or told, but it encourages multiple representations. You want a task that's open-ended enough so your students have to grapple with finding that solution pathway. And then you need to launch that task. This is that opportunity to help your students understand the problem independently, helping them take that first step into the problem, while also having the structure to prompt them to consider the context of the problem and make that plan for their solution. And then you need to have my favorite time, which is grapple time. This is a time for students to independently make sense of the problem and practice perseverance. This is a time where you show them that you trust them to be problem solvers. You might support them by just asking them, how's it going? Or does that make sense? Or even, how do you know? But you're not confirming or denying because you're really trying to communicate to them that they can do hard things. They can persevere. And then in the share, in the discussion, 
you are providing an opportunity for students to defend and justify their solution by comparing their solution pathway with those of their peers. And afterwards, in the reflection, you're giving students time to reflect on their solution pathway. Was it the most efficient and the most effective? And giving them that time to make corrections or revisions if they see fit. So as you can see, Word Problem Workshop starts with a task, then we launch, grapple, discuss, and reflect. And it all brings standard for mathematical practice number one to life. So let me leave you with the standard one more time. And I hope you'll take a second to just reflect on how could you bring this to life in your classroom today? What teacher move can you make to encourage students to show mathematical practice number one, making sense of problems and persevering in solving them? In making meaning of problems, and being thoughtful in their solution pathway, and considering how they will be most effective and efficient to getting to that solution. Helping them monitor their progress and course correct when they lose their way. Helping them make connections to previous experiences and prior knowledge, and also making connections between others' thinking and their own. I will see you next Wednesday for Standards for Mathematical Practice number two.